What's happening, people? Welcome back to the Brothers Geek Out podcast, episode 368. It's a solo one today, just me by myself, but I'm still here to give you my thoughts on the news and all the stuff that's been going on in this whole pop culture world and any other sort of stuff happening in the world and just giving giving little updates and whatnot. Um, that's what us brothers do, you know, normally it's me and Kibbs or me and Ash, and we just give our thoughts, we geek out, we stay connected um, and uh, geek out about the stuff we love, basically. But it is a solo one today, doing by myself. The brothers are busy. Kibler's busy. He's been, been quite busy himself, but busy working, you know, keeping myself, keeping himself actively, proactively busy. Um, today, he got the opportunity to go watch the premiere or screening of Blue Beetle, uh, which is, is exciting. Um, I would love to get his thoughts. He can't give a review, I'm sure, until a certain period of time or whatnot. But I would love to get his initial thoughts on it. This is the start of the DC Universe, so pretty exciting. Um, and then Ash was um, Ash was putting the little one to sleep and he ended up falling asleep as well. So I just left him to it, let him sleep, let him rest. He does wake up early to go gym. He's supposed to wake up at 4 a.m. every day. It's about 10 now, so it's a good time for him to be asleep so he can wake up on time at 4 a.m. or just get a good enough sleep. He wakes up on time anyway. He sleeps around 12 and wakes up around 4 or 5 anyway, so... It's good, but he does need to get his sleep. But it's great discipline. Um, he does. He's been doing it for a year, just training. I did it for about eight years, and it messed up my. I loved it. I loved it. And to be honest with you, if in Dubai, um, the the gym had the classes I wanted to do, I probably would have done the same. Still, still woke up early because I do love the lifestyle of it. I do love the discipline of it. Um, to be fair, I mean, I go to work while I'm in London anyway. I am waking up at. 5am 6am anyway to get on to work but I love to wake up early and work out you know pray work out meditate whatever and just rest not get straight into work it's a bit more difficult waking up just washing up praying and then get straight into work that the mind is still a bit foggy so I don't really like that lifestyle I prefer to wake up work out you know pray work out all that sort of stuff kind of get the mind flowing a bit you know get the juices going and then get into work but as I'm in London I do need to catch up with Asia and whatnot so I just got this schedule and whatnot but yeah Ashraf is, is still doing his thing uh which is good in him just just keeping it disciplined and everything um but yeah no other than that this week it's been a good week you know since the last time we caught up uh just family time you know we were supposed to initially leave on Wednesday coming up on the 26th but we extended our stay to the 6th of August I'm so glad we did so an extra two weeks here to enjoy with the family enjoying with the loved one the kids and all that stuff just it's just amazing uh, and just get an opportunity to see friends been seeing friends that I haven't seen in a long time met a friend the other day I haven't seen in over maybe 10 years maybe longer going to see some more school friends tomorrow um, yeah it's been it's been amazing it's been amazing seeing family and stuff like that so Enjoying the time, enjoying the time while I'm here. I'm trying to think, is anything else exciting happened while I was here? What are we doing? Going to watch Oppenheimer on Wednesday with my brother, with Kibbs, uh, Jakob, you might know, and then my dad, which would be awesome. Looking forward to seeing that movie. Um, cinema, Grand Cinema with Pops is always, always special because he kind of introduced us to movies. Obviously, he took us to our first movie, which I want to say was either Jungle Book, the original cartoon, or... There's an animation called Fern Gully, 
don't know if you remember that. Those two come to mind. I feel like it was Jungle Book first and then Ferngully, but you know, dad took us to those. So there's good memories with cinema and with and, and going with dad. Um so I'm looking forward to it. But I heard Oppenheimer's got some some dirty scenes, some badusi scenes as we call it. And that's gonna be awkward to dad. So it's gonna be one of those like I'll stop you with that moments um in the cinema. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting trying to set up our mate Jacob so he sits next to dad so he feels more awkward while those scenes happen. Um uh, but looking forward to seeing that movie. And then maybe with the boys, we can go catch. I do want to watch Barbie. Actually, I'm interested. And that's smashing it all over. Apparently, that's killing it in the box office. I think I, I read it's already made more than The Flash, which we've spoken about every single episode on how that movie just got boycotted. And everyone just wants to say the same thing. Oh, the animation was bad and this was bad. The movie was boycotted. I don't care um simple because of certain reasons anyway doesn't matter i do want to watch barbie i'm interested um people i've been again i've been reading other stuff i don't know i gotta watch it for myself that it's like a very very woke movie okay cool i'll check it out anyway um it's interesting you know like the target audience for barbie dolls back in the days was what like little girls and now this movie i think the target audience is everyone like what well, adults more than anything and i see men going and all these dudes everyone wearing pink and girls wearing pink going to watch the movie i'm like all right, well smashed it good for you man it's crazy that they bring out this movie and it's just smashing it so good for them Oppenheimer's also doing well as well so look forward to catching those movies other than that just trying to stay disciplined myself with a little bit of workout my diet's out the window I'm going to be honest with you, just because I'm on holiday and whatnot. I am fasting. Fasting is such an easy thing to do. So I do fast for at least minimum 12 up to 16 hours a day, which is the easy one. But what I'm eating is not really the healthiest, just because I'm enjoying food while I'm home. Once I get into Dubai, I'll, I'll get back into it. But on that, actually, I did want to bring up something because uh, there was a comment on last week's uh, podcast that I want you to address. And shout outs to... Uh, Y2K illustrations, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate your comments. Appreciate your support. Always watching. So shout outs to you, bro. You left a comment, an interesting comment. We were talking about discipline last week um, and how important discipline is um, in, in life, right? Uh, we, we talk about it, but obviously we're inspired by many people. Like loads of things just grow, people growing up with. It's all about discipline. I mean, they've been talking about from from years, from Mike Tyson and, and, and Muhammad Ali and even even in hip-hop tunes, you had Dead Prez, they got a tune called Discipline. Jacko Wilkins talk about, talks about discipline. Everyone talks about discipline. That's the word. And it's about being disciplined with life and that will make everything good, basically. That will make your life, your day, your routine, in, 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 like, it will put it in perspective, put it that way. Make your day um, productive, make you get to do, make sure you do what you need to do throughout the day. Not just working out, but just everything that you need to do during the day, rather than just sitting at home and doing nothing or laying in bed in the morning when you should be up. You know, you know, one of the best disciplines is waking up early. You know, that's why I praise Ash for doing it for over a year. Um, you know, even when I, when I was doing it, I, I loved it. I loved the feeling of just being disciplined and waking up at 5am and it's still dark outside and you're out there heading to the gym or you're working out doing yoga whatever it is and you know that everyone else is fast asleep and you're, you're going out there to accomplish your first goal for the day while everyone's just fast asleep and whatnot it just felt great you know that discipline felt amazing 
uh, it just took a toll on my body and my mind, my mental health, just because I couldn't sleep. The pressures of waking up that early just fucked up my head, really fucked me up, put me in a depression mode because I just wasn't getting any sleep. But I'd done that for eight years and then I just had to realise that I just, you know, I just can't do it no more. And again, being in the, this Dubai is a blessing. I mean, there's no excuse. I can still wake up at 5 a.m. and go training and whatnot. But I always used to love doing my martial arts and whatnot, uh, be it kickboxing, jujitsu or whatever. But because the gym in Dubai doesn't have like jujitsu or MMA or whatever in the morning, I was, and it's mostly evening classes. I was like, you know what, let me skip to a evening routine of training and uh, I could have my mornings to kind of sleep in and, my sleep's got a bit better, as you might have heard in the past of talking about, a bit better, you know, I would say at least 60% better, which is great, especially for my mental as I was going nuts. But anyway, on the point, bro, you, the question you asked, sorry, was, um, you know, your discipline with your training, your discipline with um, your sleep and everything. But it's difficult to be disciplined with diet, especially living in a Southeast Asian household. But from my opinion, right, diet, I think diet is the hardest thing. I think without a doubt, it's the hardest thing. Like everyone loves to work out. Well, not everyone really, but a lot of people like to work out. You know, people love to sleep, but diet is the most important thing because it's literally, you know, you made, you you know that quote, you are what you eat and whatnot. I mean, it almost is that quote, you know, if you eat healthy, you know, fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, fresh meats, you, you know, you're, you're going to feel good. And if you're going to eat shit like sugar and carbs and, bread and um you know processed foods and you're gonna feel like shit you're gonna look like shit you know what i mean um so it is but look that i i believe diet's the hardest thing even for me you know it's just that that's like five or ten minutes of mouth pleasure that just feels so good going in it's hard to beat that you know of course when you're especially when you've been dieting all day or you've been fasting all day or you know, you've been dying all week and you can't wait to get to the weekend because you just want to have a juicy cheeseburger or something. It's difficult. And living in a Southeast Asian household, yes, that's hard as well because rice and curry and, you know, mum cooks up some good food with, with a lot of ghee and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, that's hard to, to, um, to you know, it's hard to just not eat. But you've got to be disciplined with it. You know, what I suggest is start slow. Don't go cold turkey because... It's never going to work out. You could be like, yeah, I'm going to be clean diet for a whole, from now on. But you will break. You will break. It's almost like a drug. I feel like sugar. I mean, sugar is a drug. I mean, there's been scientific things saying that it activates the same part of your brain as cocaine does. So it's almost like a drug anyway. But slowly cutting down things, man. Like pick, you know, be it starting from one day a week or starting from little meals. Think about how much. First of all, thinking about some of the stuff that you can sacrifice in a day, Right like sugar, putting sugar in your tea or replacing it with, you know, um, some keto sort of um, keto friendly sugar, like monk fruit sugar or, um, you know, uh, what's the one I'm drinking now? Gone blank, but there's coconut sugar you can also use. There's, um, God damn, I've got one right downstairs and I completely gone blank. Stevia, bloody hell. You see, so think about replacement because they're more expensive, but they're keto friendly, they're they're natural sugars and whatnot. So think about stevia as a plant-based, monk fruit sugar is a fruit-based, but they're keto friendly. You can think about that. Or just don't put sugar in any of your cereal and tea if you if you are doing it. Right. If you're if you're already not having sugar, great, perfect. Think about what in your meal that you can cut off in a day. Think about if you're snacking. Can you not snack and 
save that to the weekend or not snack for two days if you're snacking on little things uh, or if you're having a glass of coke or whatever stop that during the week um, or stop that for a couple of days during the week like i said take it take it easy take it slow with the food that mom makes yes i know that's difficult very difficult when i first stopped eating rice i mean i eat a little bit here and there now but when i first started to keep trying to clean up my diet and i was telling mom now i can't be eating like all this rice and all that sort of stuff she she thought the devil got me you know in our culture rice is everything um so it's difficult but just think about eating the vegetables and the meats and whatnot. Yeah, they might have a lot of ghee. See, thing is, with my parents, mum started, just because dad had diabetes and whatnot, she doesn't use as much oil and ghee as, as regular people would. And just so people out there listening, Indian food at home is very different to the Indian food in, in restaurants. Right? If you're living in the UK, you should notice that most of those Indian restaurants out there I don't know the number, but I'm making it up. Maybe like 95% plus are all Bengali owned anyway, right? They're Indian food, but it's Bengali owned, trust me. And then the, 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 the meals that they make there is just full of ghee and butter and shit because well, you're in a restaurant. You're supposed to enjoy the food. It's supposed to be tasty. You know, they want to make it very tasty and whatnot for the audience. Uh, that's the whole point of it. But food at home, mom's comfort food doesn't have as much ghee um, and whatnot. However... Think about just eating the, the vegetables or just eating the meat. If you want to wash off the meat, you could do that. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy. You know, and don't think about trying to put sauce on it. And it's, it's, it's tough. Uh, but think about doing that once a day, like starting off with once a day. If you're doing it every day, like I said, you're going to go cold turkey. It's going to be hard. Think about doing it once a day, one meal, whatever. Start slow and then work your way. And like, if you, if this, like I said, pick one day. And if you know you're eating bread during that day or biscuit or whatever, just like, nah, not today. Today is my clean day. Uh, so just start off slow. Start off like that. You know, once, I tell you the easiest thing for me, but this does cost money. The time, I get meal plans, man. In Dubai, I, I use a meal plan. I've done it in Singapore as well. There's loads of them online. I'm sure they do it in the UK as well. There's a few in the UK for sure. But what you could do is like, have them, they, they give you ready cooked meals. And um, you can pick, you know, uh, keto or vegetarian or vegan or or uh, uh, what do you call it you know meat only uh, carnivore or whatever like you could pick the diet that you want to go on right and um and then they give you the food they give the food the, they send you the meal every day or they send you food throughout the week or whatever you put it in the fridge you warm up and eat it whatever it is right and it should tell you the calories and the proteins and the carbs all that. that those are good they're gonna cost you money so if you don't have the money and you've got mom's food all right Think about what you could do with mom's food. Like I said, just eat off. Pick, like I said, pick a day or two. Just wash off the gears and all that sort of stuff and just eat the meat and vegetables. Bland, it can be, I know, but it's just being disciplined. Um, and then try and work your way up to at least, you know, four or five days a week. By the seven days in a week, you want, ideally, you want more days clean than you than, than, than um, non, right? Non-clean. I mean, if you could be disciplined through all seven days, go for it. Even for me, that's very difficult. I, I just love a cheat day. I love a cheat meal. I love my milkshakes and all that sort of stuff. I just can't deny it. So I love that sort of stuff. That's why it's important for me to be as clean as possible because I know at the end of that week, I know I'm going to break and I'm going to want to get a cheeseburger or something. It's just it's hard. Um, try other diets. Try things, Try things. you know, like 
experiment with things. I mean, like we don't have the luxuries of, you know, going out there and testing our blood or maybe getting a dietitian, all that sort of stuff because finances and whatnot. But there's loads of resources on YouTube and all that sort of research it. See what works for you. You know, some people keep what works for me is keep keto diet and fasting. Fasting, I would say, is the easiest one. Um, if you're Muslim, then you're used to it during Ramadan anyway. If you're not, loads of people are doing it who are non-Muslim anyway. You know, George St. Pierre's doing it. He's, he's big on fasting now. Rampage Jackson, I heard he's doing it. I mean, I'm, I'm referencing MMA fighters just because that's that's the sport I, I, I like and watch and whatnot. They're all doing it. You know, fasting is one of the, the, I think, one of the easiest diets to do because you just don't eat. I know it sounds tough. You just don't eat. You just skip the meal. Um, so you're not putting shit in your mouth, you're not putting poison in your mouth, you're just not eating at all. Now, don't do it for long periods of time, do, you know, work your way up, do a 12-hour fast, you know, then do a try 16-hour fast and work your way up and whatnot. Um, so yeah, try that, I think fasting's the easiest, honestly. And then after when you break your fast, yes, you should eat clean still, you know, it's not easy, especially because you've been fasting all day. Trust me, you want to have some good food and whatnot, some tasty food. But again, pick a day where you're like, all right, this is my day and do it once a week. And then slowly build on that twice a week, three times a week, maybe once every other day. If you can get disciplined to do it four to five days a week, perfect. You know what I mean? And if you could do it seven days a week, perfect. Um, but it, 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 discipline of food, I think, is one of the one of the main and hardest things to be disciplined on because food pleasure is so good it's so available uh to us as well so i don't know if that helps try it man try one day just give yourself a goal one day i'm gonna eat 100 clean trying to eat no carbs trying to do sugar fast for the day whatever it is pick pick something and just say i'm gonna do that for one day like i say work on it slowly slowly don't jump straight into it because that's that's hard um but yeah man hopefully that helps try it out let me know how it goes man if you want to talk i know we're on instagram or whatnot i could give you i could try and give you more advice i could direct you to other people who i listen to you know i listen to the rogan podcast religiously that's the main podcast i listen to and he's always got scientists and dietitian mma fighters and whoever on there and they're always talking about what they do in regards to diets and what's best for health for them and all that sort of stuff I listen to them and I try them. I fast. Listen, I fast all day uh, and I train once or twice a day in Dubai, depending how it is. And I got the energy. To, you have the energy. People got the energy to do it. People think like if you don't eat, then you can't do anything. That's that's not true. Your body can run off ketones. Our ancestors, you know, those hunter-gatherers, didn't, they went days without eating. Um, Again, it's all in the mind. It's all in the mind frame. You could do it. And even if you're not fasting, then just think about other resources, like I say, um, you know, carnivore diet or vegan diet or whatever it is. Try them and see what works best for you. That's what that's what I would say. And if you're rich and you've got the money and you've got the resources, then get blood work done, man. Hire a dietitian or nutritionist or whatever it is. But if you're not, check it up on YouTube. Try stuff, you know, just try stuff. Or at the end of the day, you know, the best diet is, you know, we all know shitty food is bad for you, right? We all know that anyway, right? The the processed foods, the sugary foods, um, you know, the, the bread and the pasta and all that sort of stuff. We know that stuff ain't good for you, right? So just cut that stuff out and start from there. Not easy, easier said than done, but it's it's definitely, definitely worth a try. Again, try one a day, once a week, 
for a month. See how it goes. See how that once one day a week goes. Um, and when that day, and then if you get used to it, try two a days, three a days. You got to do it to see some kind of result. Don't expect to do it one day and see results. You got to do it. You got to be committed to it, just like anything in life. Got to be committed to it. You got to be disciplined, disciplined to it, and eventually you'll see some results. Um, and again, it's healthy for you. Like the results in the physique. Okay, cool. That's cool. But inside, man, you want to prevent disease. This goes to everyone. Like I do this shit because I listen to friends and you know my family and whatnot. And you're like, man, I just want to prevent disease. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like, find out, God forbid, I got something, you know, some kind of disease that I could have prevented because of like the shitty food I was eating. So, you know, all of this is about preventing any sort of disease and whatnot. So it's, it's all about health, man. I want to go up to be old, you know, I don't want to be, I'm not going to be, I could go anytime, God's will, right? But while I'm alive, I want to be healthy, you know? Um, I do talk about injuries and shit. Okay, physical injuries happen, but just internally, I want to be healthy. Anyway, let's get into the news, man. Let's get into the news. I could give you guys a quick update. Since it's me solo, I don't have anyone to go back and forth with, but I'll give you my quick update on what I found during the week. First of all, and I'm going to bring this one up, every week until I at least watch it is uh, Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom, right? I, I I still haven't had a chance to get my hands on it. Uh, I want to watch it. I'm not going to stop until I do watch it. Again, it's being boycotted and, and by mainstream media, by Hollywood. I've been seeing some extra stuff come out on it, like some crazy conspiracy shit where um, people are saying that they, you know, they went to book the tickets in the cinema and then the website said the whole screen is full. And then when they go in there, there's like five, six people in it. Like, it's crazy. Like, some cinema, some people are saying that when they've gone in the cinema, they said, oh, the aircon's not working. Or, you know, the, the lights are not working. Whatever it is, it's weird that I'm seeing these things. I mean, whether they're true or not, I'm not sure. But I've seen some stuff from, what's his name? Patrick David, per David, I can't remember his name. One of the podcasts that's out there anyway, they were talking about it. And they were talking about how the mainstream media are talking about it, saying there's some sort of QAnon freaking conspiracy theory stuff i mean it's crazy how this movie turned political but it, it it just goes to show that if this is making certain mainstream medias or certain sides saying that it's some kind of conspiracy then it's got to be exposing some shit you know or some people or some industry or some organizations or whatever the fuck it is it's exposing something and again from i haven't seen it but from what I've read and seen, little clips or whatever, they could be all clickbait bullshit. But, you know, Hollywood's being exposed by this, by, um, what do you call it, um, trafficking, human trafficking, um, you know, just industries and whatnot. I heard Oprah's name was in there being exposed. I don't know, man, but it, I, I need to get hand, hands on this movie and I'm going to bring it up. It's going to be on the list every week just for awareness and until we watch it at least. Um, and even if it is some fucking kind of conspiracy, the fact of the matter is this is a real thing anyway. Like, human trafficking is a real thing. Like, children human trafficking is a real thing. And I, I, I got my numbers wrong. I mean, I don't know the numbers anyway, but I, I heard that it's like a $150 billion industry. It's fucking disgusting, man. I mean, we got a common enemy here. This is what I don't understand about us humans, man. It's something real crazy. Like, we're quick to kill each other over fucking politics and different races and religions and 
land and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's horrible. It's all fucking horrible and whatever. But we have a common enemy when children are being trafficked. Human babies, man, are being trafficked. It's hard, disgusting. And we can't even just, just once be at peace and say, you know what? Fuck it. For the next five years, we're all at peace and we're going to put all our money, billions of dollars, and all our soldiers, they're all going to work together to fucking crack down one of the most horrific things that's happening on the planet, which is human trafficking and the children specifically as well. I, I just don't get humans, man. We're, we're fucked in the head, man. I really don't get it. I mean, not all of us when I say that. I'm not just saying it's just such a weird thing where this is a common a common thing that we could all unite together with and, and try and stop. But that's never the case because it's always political. It's always business. It's always powers, all that sort of shit. But crazy, crazy. We're going to get hold of this movie. We are going to watch it. Trust me. I, I know. I know. I'm not going to let it go to watch it. And it's, it's got to be about awareness as well and spreading that awareness of what's happening. And I'd love to know what's happening in the industry and they need to be exposed as well. Fuck it. So, Sound of Freedom. Um, all right, cool. Um, next on the list was Jamie Foxx. I, I, I saw a video, a first video of him speaking after, you know, he was, um, I don't know what it was, actually. I don't know what he was diagnosed with, but he was just very, very ill. And, you know, he, he was on, I guess he was on death's door, you know, as, as the way he was talking and he was saying his loved one, his family, sister, whatnot, they 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 saved him, you know, um, by looking after him or whatnot. And they respected the fact that not making anything public. He did mention that because anything, because it was so quiet, there was all these rumours out there and whatnot. I still don't really know what happened, but anyway, he sent the message and he's just saying, I didn't want people to see me in a fucked up situation with pipes all going through me. I just want, um, you know, people to see me cracking my jokes and smiling and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, prayers out to Jamie Foxx, man. It's good to see you in, in, in good health. Um, and, and I hope you, you know, wishing you a speedy recovery, getting full, getting back into full pace on what you're doing, get back into your movies, your comedy, your music, whatever you're doing. It'd be awesome to see him back. I'm glad he's doing okay. Um, What else is going on? There was San Diego Comic-Con this week. I don't know much about this, about what happened there, because normally you get all the trailers, you get all Disney and Netflix and all that sort of shit, right, doing their stuff, but none of them were there this year, right? Uh, and I did hear quotes, a lot of people saying, well, good, because this really brings Comic-Con back to the source, which is comics. Uh, I even think I read Jim Lee saying something like that. It's, it's great that Comic-Con is back to its source, which is about the comics. Um, so yeah, well, which is pretty cool. I did see a few things. There was some, like there was some, uh, what do you call it? Marvel uh, X Men trainers being released or new sneakers and whatnot by I think it was Asics or what they called. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, a lot of figures and stuff that were re uh, new releases and whatnot. I bring up Hot Toys. I put them on the list because they, I wanted to custom again. My bad. Look, I'm sorry, but. I, I reason why custom is like I was there when I was in Hong Kong at Secret Base every fucking week buying two to three, four hot toys and whatnot. I was just such a big fan, big support. And I, I just remember they just gave no, there was no loyalty as a customer. And what that was my first thing. I keep saying it and always pisses me off. Like you, you can see because I was registered with you lot, there was no loyalty as a customer 
uh, no loyalty programs or nothing. And then secondly, you say that your hot toys are exclusive. No, they're not. You just keep making them. I mean, they just released another Iron Man from Avengers, another Dark Knight Joker, where this one actually annoyed me. His hair is, 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 what do you call it, man? What do you call the word? Ashworth knows the word. It's, uh, his hair is wavy, his hair. It's not fucking plastic. I don't know how to say the word. Ashworth, Ashworth says the correct word into it, but that annoys me. That annoys me, man, because, you know, I'm not going to buy that one just because what well, there's new features in it. The spatial sculpture does look does look good. I'm like, why don't you sell that separately and say, hey, this fits your the previous ones you got so you could take this head sculpture. Why don't you do that sort of stuff? But no, they want to buy the whole figure again. That's why I gave up with Hot Toys and I sold all my Hot Toys. I'm like, you're not exclusive. You just bring out the same shit and just change things. So, you know, but Hot Toys did bring out a few figures and whatnot, but same shit. Another Spider-Man, some Venom suit, same shit. Some of them are just basic qualities and some of them are just same, the same shit. Just change a little thing and expect everyone to buy it again. They're not exclusive. Uh, and that's my bone to pick with Hot Toys. My bad. I'm sorry. I still got my Punisher ones, which I'll keep. I got my Bruce Lee ones. I will keep. Oh, and I got my Joker one. I will keep. Everything else... All the other ones I had, the end game ones, all that stuff, out. Don't need them anymore. Uh, anyway, that was my little rant on Hot Toys. Sorry. Um, cool. This week, this week, this week, some Marvel news. We'll get some Marvel stuff first. The the Marvel's trailer came out. Uh, the official trailer came out. I believe the first one was a teaser uh, that came out this week. Check out the channel. We had a little reaction on it as well. It looks cool. I mean, I, from... Look, I don't know what to expect from Marvel movies anymore. I'm still a fan for life. I love them. I'm going to keep on watching them. Um, I don't know where this takes us in, 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 in the timeline, in the story timeline or whatnot, especially this multiverse saga. But I'm going to have to just treat this as a separate movie which connects the three Marvels together, right? Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel and Monica Rambeau, uh, which we've all been introduced in, in different shows and movies. And it's going to be fun to see them together and you saw in the trailer that this, the, the, the bangle that um, Kamala Khan had, the other one had the other lady, the Cree lady or whatever, uh, had the hammer as well. I can't remember the names. Uh, Ronan. Ronan was the one from Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks like there's a female version of Ronan anyway um, in this in this movie. And, you know, their power switch and make them teleport or whatever. It looks fun. I mean, look, Kamala Khan's going to definitely be the... Uh, the, how do you pull it, the comedic and, I guess, entertaining sort of, not entertaining, what's the word I'm looking for, that light-hearted sort of part of the movie because of her and who she is and whatnot and her characteristics, but yeah, and look, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, where this takes us from Secret Invasion, because Secret Invasion is a great fucking show, um, which we'll talk about in a second, but that is one of the best Disney Plus shows in a while, in a long time. Uh, they do Nick Fury justice. They shoot. They do the show. The show is just fucking awesome. So I don't know if this is after Secret Invasion or before Secret Invasion. It seems like it's before because Nick Fury looks younger. Uh, but we'll see where it connects, you know. Um, and I'm just looking forward to it. And like I said, I don't know what to expect from the Marvel movies anymore. Um, I don't know. Maybe they should have taken a break. I don't know from the whole. You know, like before they got us into a new saga, maybe they sort of started again. I don't know. Like just the fact that it's all supposed to continue and they've gone into this multiverse saga and things haven't been as great as it could have from a fan's from my perspective. Um 
I'm just kind of like, yeah, listen, I'm on, I'm always in for the ride. No matter what show or movie you make, I'm always in for the ride. I'm not as excited as I once was. When I used to, when the, when the Marvel movies to come out, when we were heading up to end games, oh my God, man, whatever movie came out, the trailer, the movie, I'm just so excited. But now, you know, I'm not excited, but I'm definitely going to watch it. So anyway, that's the Marvels. We'll see what happens with that. Comes out end of this year. I think it was October, November or something. Let's see how it goes. Should be fun. Should be great. Um, moving on to Secret Invasion, episode five. Um, another emotional, great, freaking episode. I think, again, you know, we're really getting to know Sam Jackson's character, Nick Fury, in this. Like, just... He's doing a great performance. It's such a great performance that he's putting on in this show. Uh, I, I, you know, it's it's just I think you forget how good Sam Jackson is. I think I think some people might forget how good he is because you've seen him in the Pulp Fictions and you know the the Shaft movies and you know Snakes on a Plane and motherfucker this and motherfucker that. But you forget that he was in some deep movies like like um, Nick of Time and and stuff like that. Right? Just just fucking, he's a great actor. And we forget he can play that emotional PTSD type of, like, that role that someone's going through some shit. And that's what Nick Fury's going through as well. But, uh, you know, one of my, I'm trying to think about this episode, what happened in this episode, man, I watched it last week, right? Um, I think episode, by the end of it, by the end of it, he's gearing up, you know, he puts the eye patch on, puts his trench coat on, so he's looking to fuck shit up. The, the main guy, main scroll leader is looking for the DNA of the Avengers. I can't remember the exact name of it, but he's trying to get hold of that DNA. Um, so he could, uh, what do you call it? Um, because he's making super scrolls, basically. So he had the DNA of Gru and, and, and uh, what do you call it, from Iron Man 3, them things that used to blow up and whatnot. Um, so he's taking different DNAs, pulling it into the scrolls to make super, super scrolls. He's trying to get hold of the Avengers uh, DNA so you can, put that in himself or whatnot you know they did reference the fact that where you know someone asked him i can't remember if it was that woman asked nick Fury, why don't you get your super friends involved and he was like just some shit i need to handle myself um which i guess he has to um maybe he's taking responsibility because he was the one you know in the first captain marvel that that communicated with the skull scrolls i was trying to find them a home and that home Ended up being Earth, which I don't think he planned. Obviously, that he shows through the movie, through the show, that that wasn't his ideal plan. But they all came in, and I, I guess he's just taking responsibility for that. So he feels like he has to handle this. Also, the main guy, which I keep forgetting his name, which is basic, but I think he's taking responsibility for him too because he tried to help him, but he got radicalized and he just saw how human beings treated them and all this sort of stuff. It's, it's a deep fucking program. Really enjoying it. I don't think anyone's watching it because I feel like because of the Marvel shows and whatnot, haven't been as great. I guess the last one was She-Hulk, right? You're following She-Hulk, which was pants. That is hard. It's a hard one to follow and keep the interest of people. Um, so I think that's why people are not watching it as much, you know? I, I don't know if it's fatigue, because if you just concentrated on the storytelling and, and, and just great character building and stuff, I don't think you'd have this problem. But because, like, She-Hulk was just not... I'm not blaming just She-Hulk. I always go to She-Hulk. I'm just saying, just in general, it's just not have been that great. 
people are like, well, I'm not going to watch Nick Fury. You know, the, the casuals are going to like, I'm not going to watch Nick Fury. I'm, it's a waste of my time or whatnot. The hardcore fans, us, you know, we're going to watch it regardless. Um, and we can come out of the show saying, yeah, that was shit. Or we're going to come out saying it's great, but we're going to watch it because we're in for life. So, you know, that's my perspective. I can't wait for episode six on Wednesday, which I think is the final episode, just to see how it ends and see where it takes us. But looking forward to that. All right, cool. Um, Spider-Verse digital release is going to be August 8th, which is in two weeks, maybe three weeks. Yeah, about two weeks time. Look forward to getting a good copy of that. I'm going to go home and watch that again properly, so I can't wait. I'm trying to avoid watching these movies on my flight on the way back, because I really want to just sit back at home and, and watch it. The missus hasn't seen it, so I'd love to sit back and watch it with her as well. Um, that, The Flash, and those movies, I'm going to wait to get home. Uh, lastly, on the Marvel or Disney front, Disney is reportedly to make a live-action Gorgals, Gorgals movie with the director of Thor. And I'm wondering if, I'm pretty sure that's Taiti Wakiki. My bad, I fucked up your name. I can never pronounce your name. My bad. Um, But Gargoyles was an old school cartoon or whatnot. I can't remember. I remember it visually, but I can't remember about it and whatnot. And watching everything. But, I mean, if it's Taiki, sorry. You know, we know from Thor and some of the other movies he's made that he's very, you know, kind of like comedy and silly and whatnot. Um, I mean, he's made some great movies, man, like um, Rabbit. What's that movie called? Ah, um, oh, the one about the Nazis, something, Rabbit, Jojo Rabbit. You know, great movies, which are, there's this heartfelt feeling to this movie, but just tells a great story and whatnot. But then you, he just went too silly with Thor, Love and Thunder, like too silly. So maybe if he just thinks about, all right, let me just tone it down. Um, you know, maybe he could work for these type of movies. I don't know. I mean, again, if you're a uh, Gargoyles fan, I don't know if you're happy or sad that he might be directing or where it goes or whatnot. But yeah, maybe make it fun and enjoyable, but then not too silly. You know what I mean? So we'll see. Anyway, uh, on some DC stuff. So DC Comics shocks fans with announcement of Justice League, Godzilla and King Kong, King Kong, crossover at the event of the first day of San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, I think that's comic books and stuff like that, which is cool. I mean, Warner Brothers own them. Why not do the crossovers? I know Marvel's, D- Disney's doing it with Marvel and um, the Predator and Aliens and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that'd be kind of crazy to see, you know, the Justice League with Godzilla and King Kong crossovers. They got these big villains. I mean, King Kong and Godzilla, not really villains, really, are they? You know what I mean? They're kind of like heroes, at the end of the day um so that'd be pretty cool dc there were some dc animated movies that were announced uh, the watchman and justice league crisis on infinity earth so dc always do a great job with the animation so they they should be pretty good i wonder if the watchman will be as gritty and grimy as as the movies and whatnot in the show um yeah that's that's the end of the marvel dc stuff uh nolan just a quick quote from him saying that no more super hit superhero movies for him but he leaves Star Wars open now. Nolan doing a Star Wars movie would be pretty fucking awesome. Listen, I would love, like, I think we said this last week, I would love for him to do a Marvel comic book movie. And I think he'll do a great job. I, I Again, I can't think of the best character for him, but 
there's a lot that he could do, you know. Again, he's great. He loves time, right? And I'm sure there's a lot he could do with this multiverse stuff. But it's too late now. These movies are done. But I don't know. Maybe in the future, maybe it's something to do with the X Men building up. I mean, he's done a great job with the Dark Knight. Great job, right? One of the best movies of all time, the Dark Knight trilogy. But the Dark Knight itself, like one of the greatest movies, not just comic book movies, but movies of all time. Imagine him doing, you know, taking on an X Men character or something like that, just bringing that character to life um, and giving us just a great story around it. I mean, that'd be amazing. But anyway, he said he's done with that. But what about Star Wars? I mean, he could give us a great Star Wars movie. Look, Star Wars movies. The shows have been all right. Mandalorian's been all right. And these shows have been pretty good. The movies, you know, a bit, whatever. Uh, so maybe no one can come and pick it up. That'd be freaking awesome. I would, no, 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 I would not say no to that. Um, all right. Biker Mark. Biker. I can't even speak now. It's getting late. Biker Mice from Mars. I don't know if you remember that cartoon from the 80s. There were these, I don't remember, I remember again visually, I just can't remember watching it, but there were these basically bikers that were driving Harley, Harley Davidson's fucking, um, what do you call it, man? Um, oh, I'm going blank with everything today, man. Um, anyway, bikers. Hell's Angels, that's the fucking what I'm trying to think. Hell's Angel motherfuckers when they're Harley Davidson but they're mice and they're from Mars and there was a cartoon around it in the 80s and whatnot. And Ryan Reynolds apparently is rebooting that and co-producing a movie, I believe. I don't know if it's a cartoon or a movie, but that should be should be interesting. Ryan Reynolds, um, maybe he was a fan when he was a kid and he was like, man, I would love to reboot it. Again, I can't remember. I remember visually. I know what it is. I just can't remember the story or any of that sort of stuff from the cartoon. But Ryan Reynolds is involved. Maybe he's a fan. Cool. Um, all right. Moving on to the monster universe. So the producer or producer of Guillermo del Toro's Frankenstein says that after project for the Universal Classic monster movies fell through, the director is still building his own monster universe, starring the shape of water as his create as his creature of the Black Lagoon. So look through a monster universe. I think they tried to do that before. What was that? Van Helsing? I don't know. That was some kind of monster universe. But I think they were trying to build like a whole monster universe with Frankenstein and mummies and fucking werewolves and vampires and all that shit. And build a universe. I mean, if you could, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It could work. Um, Gamora Del Toro or whoever those guys are, man. I'm sure they could put something together. But again, Putting these universes together is fun if you if you build up the characters properly, right? If you build up like an ultimate story to build up to. Um, just, you know, just putting these movies in, just, I don't know, just making the universe for the sake of it. It's just, I don't know, it could be a waste of time, man. So um, it, it, it's got to have this big finale at the end, man. I feel like Endgame's done it work so good, like so good that it's not, like Endgame's was like, not just 10 years of movies. That was like, it wasn't even 10 years longer, right? Uh, but whatever. Not just 10 years of movie build-up, but we're talking about years and years of comic build-up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, reading comics from that, that, of characters that came out in the, the 50s and 60s and whatever, from Iron Man to the Infinity War comics and all the, all the characters involved. From, so it was a build-up from all of that to, to Endgames, you know? Uh, with these monster movies, they're classics going back from the older days, right? From 
I don't know the exact dates, but freaking thirties, forties with vampires and all that sort of stuff. Like, man, it'd be awesome to build a universe. Just again, each individual. You can't rush it. Don't rush it. Build stories about these these characters, which everyone knows, but you're gonna have to build character around it. We all know Frankenstein, and we all know werewolves and vampire stories and whatnot. I guess you're gonna have to build characters around them differently for us to be engaged to be like, oh, I want to see that character interact with this character and then eventually they're in some big freaking final you know movie together and i don't know fighting something or doing something which will make it interesting um anyway the boys uh all right so the boys gen z uh trailer came out so i've done the trailer reaction do check it out uh Gen V, sorry, did I say Z? Gen V trailer came out, which is a spin-off series of The Boys. Um, and check out the trailer reaction. It's coming out in September. The trailer looks awesome. I love what they're doing with The Boys. I really think, like, if you see the trailer, it looks like they've got this whole X-Men Academy and whatnot type of thing. What I love about what they're doing with The Boys and what was always so um, uh, sort of compelling about the show, what got me getting, like, into it, it's like you can relate these characters all back to our superheroes who, superheroes who we love in the Marvel and DC universe. But Homelander, like Superman, and um, um, I can't the names, but Wonder Woman and all that sort of stuff by Captain America. They all, they can be referenced. But in this whole real world political, fucked up political state that we're in and all this sort of stuff. Uh, and then just the blood and the gore in this movie, in these shows, just it, it's just something captivating about it. Um, so boys have done a great job doing that. I feel like they with this uh, spin-off shows, if you, again if they relate them back, like because this again this looks like the X Men Academy in in its own in its, in the boys universe and whatnot. If you build on these characters, I feel like they can do a lot of spin-offs with this reality of this superhero world that they're building in the boys, which I think could be awesome. There's there's a lot of potential. A lot of potential there, in my opinion, anyway. I'm invested. I am invested in, in this franchise of The Boys. So looking forward to it. Um, and, I, and I can't wait. I can't wait for Boys Season 4 to come out. And then lastly, finishing off with Invincible, another superhero thing that was announced and the trailer to, trailer came out for Season 2, which I saw. It was more um, of introduction of like a cast list of loads of people in it and like, you know, uh, J.K. Simmons and um, Seth Rogen and loads of other people. Sorry, I can't name everyone, but there was, that was basically the trailer. And uh, so there wasn't they didn't give much away. Uh, but that again, that's another one that you know. I watched season one. I watched episode one of season one, and by the end of that episode, you're like, "Holy shit! Like, what the fuck?" That like, it just took a crazy turn and just got you in. Uh, and by the end of that show, you're just like, this is deep with Omni-Man and the way he went on and whatnot with his son. It's like, this is mad. So I'm looking forward to season two. They're looking to do it in two parts. Uh, first part starts in November and then the second part in 2004. Like, I mean, four episodes each, which four episodes each, which should be uh, which should be fun and great to watch. So I'm looking forward to, to watching that. Another interesting take on this whole superhero world. Uh, another one on Amazon. So um, they got shit going on. And then you got Invincible video game announced yeah so invincible the video game has been announced by ubisoft so i don't know what type of game they're going to do being beat them up or, or free free for all whether you call it free flow game or whatever they're called um but that should be interesting with the video game 
Um, I don't know. And I guess they can expand on the story and all that sort of stuff through the video game. But it should be, it should be cool. That should be cool. Um, other than that, that's all the news I had for the week. There was nothing else I watched. I mean, do check out Fight Talk. Me and K West are constantly talking about fights. Fights on every week. Oh, excuse me. On the UFC and whatnot. Next week, we're looking at it side by side. I'm going to go over to his house and watch big big UFC cards. So that should be fun. Uh, hopefully, I'll get Ash back on the podcast next week. That'll be the last one I'll do in London before I head back to Dubai. Kibbs will be back on soon, soon as he deals with what he's doing. Like I said, he's on the channel, so do check out his trailer reactions to things and just uploading things, so do check those out. He's active, he's working, so he's behind the scenes and whatnot. He will be back on the podcast, so just keep an eye out on that. When I get to Dubai, i got to do a couple things. I do got to go to Speedy Comics. I do need to go to um, the Speedy Comics, and there's Comic Cave that I go to that I want to do a podcast with those people there, so... I should get back on it. Um, need to get more guests on. Uh, what else is going on? We'll talk about Oppenheim after we watched it. We'll give a little review and spoiler review. Well, not, I guess you can't really spoil it, but just our thoughts on the movie after we've seen it. I still will need to watch Indiana Jones. I haven't had a chance to watch that one yet. Uh, I do want to watch Barbie. If we watch these movies, we'll give you our thoughts. Um, what else is going on? That's about it. I think that's about it. Um, that I could think of. Yeah, yeah. Keep guys like thank you again for your support. We're almost hitting that five hundred mark. You know, it will grow there organically. We're again we're ahead of schedule, so you know we're, we're you know we're gonna reach our our goal for this year. But it'll grow organically, and that's the most important thing that we want. We don't want to force subscribers. We don't want to force clicks. None of that shit. You know, it's all gonna it's it's gotta be organic. You know. And through the passion of what we do, what we love to do, it's going to go naturally. And we're going to get these opportunities like what Kibler got today to go watch Blue Beetle before it's even, you know, it's out or whatnot. This, this is the beauty of doing what you love for the for the love, not for trying to get shit out of it. Because that's when shit don't go right. Um, so we're going to get we're going to get to our subscriber levels organically and it's going to grow there slowly, slowly. But. The fact that we're but ahead of schedule is just, it just goes to show that you know um we've got a great bunch of people who like to listen to us and we appreciate you appreciate the support um yeah just keep keep subscribing and commenting and whatnot again y2k illustrations thank you for your comment and your question uh, and if anyone else has any questions or comments about anything that you want to get a perspective on let us know and if we don't know the answer then we'll we'll do the research and guide you to Maybe where you should go get the answer from. Um, but cool. On that note, I'll leave you up to it. Peace.